Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode nine of the Total Footstock podcast. Now, this week, I'm not joined by just one, nor just two, but by four brilliant people, all from the world of footstock. Now, this is going to be a bit of a different episode this week. We're going to be having some fun and games. We're not going to be taking it too seriously, and it won't be edited as much. You may hear a few more ums and errs than normal. But I would like to introduce our four lovely guests, and we'll start from left to right on my screen. We'll start with Ben. Ben, introduce yourself. Say hello to everyone. Hi, Charlie. Um, I'm Ben, Ben PZ on uh, Slack and Twitter. Um, <clears throat> I've been on Footstock for since the May time, since the boom, like a lot of people. Been enjoying it thoroughly. Um, yeah, that's me, really. I, I, um, also, actually, I'll, I'll do a little plug while I'm here. I'm, oh, just started a Facebook group as well, the Footstock Players group as well. So I'll give that a little plug while I can. Yeah, it's very good. I think we should uh, start pushing it to other social medias. As we've seen, Footstock are uh, pushing Instagram a bit this week with the early announcements for the uh, Christmas calendar of events. So make sure to follow Footstock on Instagram or join the Footstock group that Ben has started on Facebook. And he's put that all over the Slack. So make sure to check that out. Now we'll move on to a man I'm sure everyone has seen all over Slack. It is Dan, Dan Jackknife. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm very well, Charlie. Um, well, I don't think uh, I need to make too much of an introduction of myself where you can find me. I'm pretty much everywhere, spamming away on Twitter and Slack. Um, I joined Footstock. You can say I'm one of the OGs uh, uh, through Danilo, uh, through the Indiegogo campaign. Uh, and he's also like the uh, last year's seasonal winner for 10k and uh that's it i've joined and the rest is history yeah very nice thank you for coming on the pod i think it's your podcast debut am i correct on this one yes ah very nice well thank you for joining <laughs> us thank you for for coming on well thank next we'll move invite. on <laughs> of course of course and next we'll move on to a man who needs no introduction he seems to be everywhere at the top of every leaderboard it is of course callum hello mate hello mate you're right uh, yeah, I'll raise over quickly. People are probably bored of hearing me by now, but uh, yeah, been on a while, uh, going going quite well as normal. But yeah, cheers. Nice to be on air for eventually, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, it took me a, took took a few weeks, but we've had some <laughs> some good guests. So we had to sort of lower the bar a little bit to have you on, mate. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Don't blame you. You're scraping the barrel now, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. And someone who is definitely nowhere near the bottom of the barrel because they have already been on the pod. It is, of course, the amazing Holly Shan. Holly, welcome to the pod. Hey Charlie, thank you for having me back so soon and for a special episode as well. Um, I've been on Footstock since January, so just about to enter my 12th month and I've had a very good November and I'm hoping to build on that into December. Now speaking of good Novembers, we have of course, as we speak, you've got the end of the November monster running. As we speak, Fulham have just scored against Leicester to make it 1-0. It's a Lookman goal. So anyone backing Leicester is a bit worried now in the monster. So we'll go in reverse order here. We'll start with Holly. Holly, how are you doing with your many, many entries into the November monster with your five free tickets and then your other, of course, 5 you one And who did you choose from your European uh, player choice? Well, I went with Jadon Sancho, but obviously he's not in my collection yet because I need to wait for Dortmund to be in the knockout stages before he comes live. In terms of the November Monster, I've got two sides currently in the payout positions and all my hopes are resting on Masawaku going into the last game. So we will see how it pans out. I don't think I'm going to be anywhere near the top of the leaderboard, but I'll be happy to have a team or two finishing in the cash given that 
I've not paid a penny to enter because it was all free tickets. It was very nice. I think, were you, have you been caught up by Leicester in any of your sides with Leicester being 1-0 down now or are you doing all right? Were you not too confident with Leicester? Yeah, there's only one team where I've gone really very Leicester heavy. It was more um, pep rotation that stung me, but it stung everyone. So it's a pretty level playing field in that respect, I'd say. Yeah, I think there are many, many teams with a blank next to Aguero who wasn't even in the squad. How was your team's Callum? I assume you had five in. Uh, yeah, managed to win seven free tickets. Uh, Fulham had just gone 2 0 up actually from a penalty. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm in third of one of them. Um, I'll be honest, I don't really expect it to stay. I, it's sure, as, basically, if Leicester score, I'll drop down to sort of 20, 30 probably. But um, yeah, it's in third at the minute. So it'd be nice if that could hold on. But I've got no players left, and all below me have got loads. So I'm kind of the sitting duck. Um, so I'd, yeah, if I can hit top 30 with one of them, it will be a bit of a bonus, as like Holly said, you know, I've not had to pay for any. So any cash is a bonus. Yeah, and it seems you were caught out a little bit by Pep rotation with Aguero as well. I think, I think it's amazing to see. I think everyone's seen that Mad Dog Beast is first and second, which honestly is an unbelievable achievement for, for anyone. And that's despite the fact, I couldn't even believe this when I checked, that his team in number one has Madison for Leicester, so that he still had him to play, and also had two players who didn't play at all, got zero points, Matip and Aguero. So it's unbelievable from Mad Dog Beast, of course. What about you, Dan? How have you been? Are you in the cash at the moment? Well, the November Monster, I only have one uh, ticket uh, for that one, uh, which I've won for beginners. That's the only one I'm playing, the uh, November one. Uh, not quite in the money, actually. Uh, just came just came 99th, 98th is the oh. next one. <laughs> so I still got Bowen, but um, I just, my uh, James Justin... And uh, let me see who else I've got from Leicester. Tielemans are uh, being being taken away with the, from their clean sheet. Well, they've been hurt 2-0 now, so we just have to wait and see. But my Lookman is doing well in the two-man for <laughs> maybe, two player. Maybe that I'm coming third. I'm, I'm coming third as well. That's amazing. Maybe you'll win some of the money back that you have, might have lose because of Justin. What about you, Ben? You, you winning, the, winning the cash? No, not at all. I, it's going about <laughs> at least bad, you're honest. About as badly as it could could go. I got yeah, I got the five free entries, so that was great. Um, but then I think I lost the plot on um, on Friday, and I, I I think I was changing my teams for about ten hours straight. Just I probably put every single player in at some point. Um, probably lost lost all kind of cohesion in my picks, and um, yeah, I would have done all right if Leicester won. I think I would have got a decent cash, but that's not looking too likely now. Um, yeah, so it could have gone better. But yeah, I'm okay with that. I've actually done okay this weekend in other tournaments, so that kind of balances out a little bit. That's nice. It's nice that like it's always good if you can sort of back the opposite. I know a lot of people use the single player tournaments to back someone who's opposite to a team they've gone heavy on, but it is it's always nice if you you lose on one and win on the others. I have to say I took a, a weekend off. I was too stressed last weekend because I went very hard last weekend and I've saved myself for the big UCL push with the first event of the Footstock Advent calendar. How are we all excited and preparing for tomorrow? I've seen I actually went to check because I wanted to look at potentially picking up another Gomez or a Muriel for tomorrow's um, UCL games where everyone finishing in the top 12 gets a free ticket and they've almost like they've gone up about 10 times in price it's crazy Muriel was about one pound one pound 20 or something this time last week and he's already up to about four or five quid 
And I think it'll just boom even more tomorrow. And the especially good news, I didn't even realize this for tomorrow, is that we get to see the lineup for all the games beforehand because they're all 8 p.m. kickoffs this week. So how many are we going for, everyone? Are we going to, to I assume Callum will go in 5-5-5 and the free roll team as well. But how are we all preparing for those games tomorrow? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go all out. Um, yeah, I actually I was ahead of the game for once in the in the trading sense. Um, last week I I bought about ten extra of all the Atlanta players, so I, probably to blame for that price. Why well, I do <laughs> apologise, but uh, yeah, and I've bought them with the intention to sell some, and I know full well that I won't sell any. I'll just end up using them all because you know I think they're home to Michelin, so that's like the the standout fixture really. Which um, and obviously all their players are quite low stars, so. Yeah, I'll be going all out, um, probably be using a lot, a lot of the European players because people don't seem to have them, even like the Ajax. And obviously we know Hax is, you know, he's never going to shut up about his now. He's like Antwerp and uh, Rapid Vienna, like win. People don't seem to enter them. People like to enter what they know. So they'll go just the English teams. Um, so yeah, I'll be going heavy. Um, you know, if you could potentially be winning yourself three or four tickets tomorrow already. So I think you kind of be stupid not to. And I think we'll have pretty massive pots. Uh, I agree, I agree. And what about you, Ben? Are you back in uh, Atalanta as well, or are you going to go and stick with the English teams? No, I'm lucky. I've got, I've got plenty of Atalanta players. Uh, they were, I think they were one of the first ones in the auction, and I got a bit overexcited and bought as many as I could. <laughs> but that's actually worked out okay now. Uh, yeah, so I've got about eight of each, so I should be able to do okay with them. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like, I think, because a lot of people won't have them, it's still well worth putting them in and pretty much every entry when they've got um, a fixture like that. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be maxing out trying to get tickets. I just love going for tickets. <laughs> of course. Yeah, and, I'll, I'll going. and of course, we've got Holly, queen of the tickets, queen of uh, the monster ticket wins. Are you going all out tomorrow, I assume, as well? Yeah, probably won't max out the pro, but certainly the silver and bronze. I've been less prepared with the European players, so I did in a few bids and managed to get one of each Atlanta player on Sunday. I, I need to decide now where to use them. Do I use them in the gold, the silver or the bronze? I think they'll probably be less in the gold because psychologically you're thinking, well, they're only two or three star. I don't need to use them in the gold. I can use them in the silver or the bronze. So I'm going to channel trader hacks, I think, and try to get them in the gold, maybe. I think it will be really funny if Midgeland do end up having a big win. They absolutely take Atalanta apart and you see everyone on the slack crying over their their multiple £10 bids that they put in to, to win and it all goes wrong. Um, so obviously we've got the start of the advent calendar tomorrow and I thought we would also start this pod or continue this podcast with a little game. Now, for I've spoken to the others about how this is going to work. What's going to happen is all our lovely footstock people here are all going to open a standard pack, your, your cheap, I think it's, is it £9 pack? £7 pack, even cheaper than I thought. So what we're going to do is we're all going to open a pack and talk about the players we get. And whoever is the most expensive player from everyone's pack, we're going to put straight into a, into a game of roulette, an eight-man roulette, and see if any of us win or more likely lose our potentially quite expensive player here. I don't think you can get five-star players. In fact, there's no chance of getting five-star players. So no one has to worry about having to put a Bruno into a, into a roulette. Although I would really appreciate if anyone here does feel like putting a Bruno in to an eight-man roulette. Callum shaking his head, but I feel like if there's anyone who is going to do it it would be a callum so we're all ready to open your standard pack we'll do we'll do player reveals at a time on the new app because the new app's obviously lovely we can all talk about the first player we get and sort of let let the steam out as it goes so we're all ready let's, Roger go. That. let's go 
I've got some good news for everyone. I have a zero PPG player, so I'm very happy with Harry White, I think it is. Is it Henry White? Harry White? I'm not sure from Tottenham's. Callum, you must be a legend, I'm sure. He's actually a really good player. I'd keep him. Yeah, he's set pieces all over. Yeah, he's been training the first team, played in the Europa League the other week. Good player. What about you, Callum? Who have you, who have you drawn on your, your first? Uh, Verips, zero PPG. Oh, classic. Has anyone got anyone good in their first pull on the, on your... Your standard no. back. No, no all Wesley. Right, we'll all move over and see if we can get someone better on our second one. So who do we draw? I've got another. I've got, in fact, he's got 1.4. I've never even heard of him. Oh, I have actually heard of him. Smith Rowe from Arsenal. Not particularly good here. Anyone got anything good? No. <laughs> no, Benderak. Oh, good. We all, we, all, we all love the, the, the fantastic standard packs. We'll move on and hopefully so, at some point one of us can actually get someone. Oh my God, I've gone and got someone who's actually quite good in roulette. I actually have a chance at this. I have got Ailing from, is it Ailing? Eiling from Leeds. I've oh. managed to get a reasonable yeah. two star. That's pretty Charlie. decent actually. Yeah, I know. He's actually, that's a very solid one. I actually feel like confident that I could win cards. That's, from you. that's a roulette <laughs> hero, isn't he? Yeah, him and Dallas are the roulette heroes. Anyone else get anyone good? No. I've got Anderson from uh, Fulham who used to play for Leon. It's not too bad. Uh, I suppose that's a good player overall. Let's move on, see if we can get anyone exciting. No, Bernardo from Brighton with a classic two PPG. No oh, one I've else. Got... Oh, I've think... just absolutely nailed it and I'm not putting him in a fucking roulette. <laughs> no way. Who have you got? <laughs> got Tiago from Liverpool. Oh my word. You know, I would technically say that you do have to put him in. You agreed at the start, Callum. He's got yeah, to go. Whatever. <laughs> I'll do it for the cause. Oh, what a good man. Well, I've got another, I've got a null years old. Oh, um, if you're listening to this, Tom, you've, you, you've had a little, little mess up with Jay Jenkins from Leeds, who's null years old. Null, null, null years old. So you need to live in the dream. So Holly, who sounds... ends up being your most expensive player? Um, I don't, I've still got one to go and I'm hoping it's going to be someone decent, but probably, <laughs> oh yeah, Curtis Jones, he's probably going to be the highlight. I think oh, all a... of my players were one star. <gasps> oh, boom. Yeah. Guess what I did get? 25 quid contest credit. Of course she did. No. Of course she did. <laughs> I have to say, if no one <laughs> told me otherwise, I believe her, ha- her account is, uh, is, is sort of glitched. Or who have we got, Dan? Who have we gone for? Mopay. Oh, it's My a, best it's a card. decent card. It's a decent card. Might not be the best for roulette, but it's, you know, apart from the fact that he's not particularly he's in form. Oh, so that's the hard bit. Right. So we've got, so who's everyone's entry? So I've got an uh, Ailing. Callum's got a Tiago. Ben, a Mope. Ben, who did you get? My best one is Bednarak. <laughs> I got all one stars, all <laughs> under 50p and 50p tournament credit. You see, you and Holly, what's happened is Holly's taken all your luck from pack draws <laughs> for her yeah, to get a 25 card. Good credit. And so, Holly, who's your player going in, did you say? Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones, right. Let's have a look at Footstock's roulette and see if we can find a, a, a nice The affiliates MD. always get the best packs, Holly, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> right, so there's, in fact, there's an eight-man with only three people in, so we can fill it. It's the top one at the moment. Perfect. I'm oh. going to win this. I can't believe I'm throwing in a bloody Tiago. Stats are The worst part is, yeah. if I win this, I'm going to feel so bad. <laughs> yeah, you should do. I want my money back. <laughs> if someone on the Slack is going to see Callum putting this in, someone else has entered a, the, the, one of the three people who are in before and it just sees that Callum puts in a Tiago, they're going to think he's gone mad. Here we go. I've just, I've just gone Oh, to I was against the Dallas straight away. So I was against... And I beat Dallas. That's amazing. First round. So who got through on the second round? So uh, Dan Jackknife, myself and Ben were through. 
Sorry, Callum. So, oh, uh, and mate. I beat Mope and uh, FS Trob has unfortunately knocked you out, Ben. And then the final is myself ah. versus Ruben Neves. And I have lost. So FS Trob, congratulations if you're listening to the pod. You won a, a, a Tiago from um, Callum. The worst part is I just looked at Tiago and he's only six quid now. I remember when he was about 40 quid when, the, when he first came out. Uh, I yeah, think I actually paid that. My curse is going great. <laughs> I think mainly is because he, his injury has actually uh, made his uh, price suffer. To be fair, so yeah, massively so. If he wasn't injured, so. he'd be so good for the PPG. His base is going to be high. Well, we'll wait and see. Wait and see when he's back. Apparently, it just sounds like he might not be back till New Year. So, hoping we can see something good from him soon. Now, speaking of Callum, has unfortunately had the the, the sad news of losing his Tiago. We're going to talk about people's big mistakes. Now, I thought I'd kick this off with a mistake that hopefully no one will ever repeat on Footstock, which is, of course, the mistake I made with the McTominay Challenge. Now, I'm sure many people will know what the McTominay Challenge is, but for those who don't, there was at one point on Footstock, just after the boom, where McTominay was a £20 five-star player. And at the time, £20 was super cheap for a five-star player. I think the others were, Bruyne was about 150 Bruno was like 260 270 So it was really expensive. So having a cheap McTominay was brilliant. And what you could do is you could buy McTominay's for, from basically other people on Slack and try and complete the challenge to get uh, two rare defenders because one of, them had, oh, one of them was Trent at the time, so he must have been a £100 uh, thing. And the other one was Maguire. So you had a 50-50 chance with each of those to get a Trent. I decided to buy 50. And what I thought is I'd be really smart and wait till just before the deadline of uh, the, the, the change of star ratings because he'll go up massively in prices. Everyone tries to buy him last minute um, to complete that challenge. Except the opposite happened. So I bought 50 at 20 pounds and sold 50 at 10 pounds. So I lost 500 quid in about a week, space of a week, trying to complete the Tomney challenge. The worst part is I got two trends out of that. So I made 200 pounds back. So I actually only lost 300 quid's worth, except it was worthless in the end because I, I got two trends, but I lost 300 quid. So it wasn't a, a particularly highlighted moment. Um, what about you, Ben? Have you made any big errors on the investments or going big on a well, uh, team over a weekend? Well, I could, like, seeming as you brought up Tiago, going for 40 quid, I am certain I bought one for, I think it's 38. <laughs> I remember it, it hurts. Because I thought he was going to play that weekend. That was when he first got injured. I thought he might be a good differential on the single. Still, massively overpaying. I really like him as a player, so I got a bit excited. Um, but no, I think my probably my worst little spell, probably more in tournaments, the recent virtual tournaments in these, this last two weeks. Uh, not, your, I think, not your friend. No, I think I cashed, because I, I usually max out, but I actually had to stop maxing out on the, um, on the golds because I just couldn't cash. I think I won cash in two weeks on the, on the golds. Um, it was a tough little, I think that's probably my worst little spell. I, I mean, I've made loads with buying players, uh, probably balanced out with good ones as well. But yeah, I think the, the virtuals are my enemy. Well, you need to speak to Holly for some tips on that, because Holly, of course, had a fantastic yeah. virtual period. I think winning a ticket pretty much every day. But obviously not always been successful, Holly. Tell us about some of your, your mares on Footstock. Well, one that springs to mind this week is that obviously I write team reveal articles on Fantasy Football Hub every week. And then I wrote my team reveal for the Saturday Gold, then swapped Mares out. And then <laughs> the team that I revealed would have landed in the top three in the gold. And yeah, it ended up way down. I don't think I even cashed in the end. <laughs> Ouch. Now, that, that is a sore one, especially considering that... Did, did anyone copy your team exactly? Because that sounds like something that in the future seems like just a f clear way if we, we follow Holly's advice to win cash, <laughs> apparently. But she won't follow her own advice and she'll end up doing badly. So 
<laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, it's content creator's curse, I think. I think, yeah, it's definitely one of those things. Every time you write a piece of advice, it doesn't go well. And how's your, has your FBL team improved a little bit? Last time you were on the pod, you were, well, not doing well, I think is a polite way to put it. I'm in the top one million now, which is, <laughs> you know, sounds more credible sounds good. than where I was before. I think my luck and sort of success on Footstock this month has coincided with doing well in FPL. So I think some of my logic has started to pay off. We've seen a lot less variance in football, which pleases me greatly. Yeah, I always find it funny when we talk about FPL and top million is like an okay achievement for FPL. Imagine if we had top million on footstock, like sort of, oh, I'm in the top million, I'm getting close to the paying spots. Imagine the day <laughs> where you've got multiple millions of entries on footstock. Uh, now, what about you, Callum? You must have made a few mares. I imagine you were buying Bruno's at the peak thinking that he's only going to go up. Uh, not so much Bruno's, but yeah, pretty much overpaid on 90% of my collection at the start. <laughs> um, but you know, at the time, I thought, yeah, you know, like a lot of people kind of, you know, bought money across some football index and whacked it all in and, you know, just bought a load of players. Um, so yeah, that, that was a mistake. But you know what? What we now, six months down the line, I've, you know, I've near enough made it back in contests and, and whatever else, and, you know, and I've still got a, a, a large collection that I don't plan to sell anytime soon. So, as you know, as I said on my podcast a lot, and I've written an article, collection value to me, you know, I really couldn't care less. Yeah. So, yeah, um, a few on the odd contest mistakes, like single games, putting players in that haven't started when you haven't double checked and that kind of rubbish. But, um, yeah, on the whole, yeah, just going in too early on big players and, you know, the more I've learned, the less mistakes I tend to make. I tend yeah. to plan enough in advance now not to have to overspend on the day of a contest or those kind of things. So, yeah, it was just, I think like a lot of us, going straight in at the boom with uh, way too much money without realising the platform. But we all make mistakes in life, so I've recovered now. Yeah, yeah I agree. I think the boom sort of coloured it for many. Now, I do have to quickly ask, Callum, before before uh, we move on, in fact, we'll check with Dan first as well, but um, how much of your £5,000 contest credit do you actually have left? Have you managed to get through a significant chunk or are we still talking a significant amount of contest credit left? Um, I mean, it was up to about eight grand at the start of the year. So just checked. I'm still, at, <laughs> I'm, still at, I'm still at five. So I've, I've been, like topped it up the other day quite a lot. Um, that's like my go-to is I try and keep it, if I can keep it around that five grand mark, I know that realistically I've probably paid paid about four and a half grand of that so i'm yeah. probably looking at 500 quid free yeah uh, did you take more, I, probably. I, I assumed you took uh, full advantage of uh, black friday deal of the day with uh... Uh, as much as i could yeah i was a teacher so it wasn't easy logging ah, on course, every yeah. hour um but yeah I'd, i tried to do as much as i could and I'd, I'd be honest i don't really tend to bother with the lower ones um but any like more than 10 pound where you're looking at so you know your max is 20 I'd, yeah try and use as many as them as possible and Obviously, I'm well stocked up on the inactives ready for January, so I'd yeah. expect to get a good sort of four or five grand again, hopefully from that. So yeah, that's certainly the way forward. Very nice. And Dan, have you made any errors on footstock, or are you sailing pretty? Of course, I've made plenty, made plenty. But this uh, this one is more memorable, but because uh, mainly it's because mainly it's to do with my entries with uh, contests. Uh, this was like about uh, when footstock first came in and while I was playing the single matches it was a Leicester v Man City in the on the 21st of December I actually did in each way one gold for uh, Man City and one silver for Leicester at that time you can have a maximum of all you can back a whole team on one per entry without having the max team restriction now 
I backed City the all, all the way on the gold and I backed Leicester all the way in the silver and I didn't get cash on either of them. Did Leicester and City lose that weekend then? No, Man City uh, won against Leicester 3-1. And I didn't still didn't manage to get the cash. Wow! Yeah, that's such one of those unlucky weekends. Yeah, the the trouble was um, I had because of course there's like some star uh, maximum star uh, sort of like requirement. I had Sterling and Bernardo Silva. Neither of them had scored for the City side. It was Jesus and I think it was De Bruyne and uh, someone else. And then for Leicester, uh, neither Madison or Barnes did anything. Uh, particularly great and to be honest Madison had a mere season towards that football uh, footstock season in the contest yeah yeah. well I think Barnes and Madison may be causing some upsets in the monster today as well I saw I was looking through teams because I'm sitting in the cash with no Leicester players so I was very worried and I saw a a, a huge number of Vardy's and uh, Madison's and a few Barnes as well so I think there's some disappointed people out there but maybe with it being 2-0 down to them being 2-0 down, Barnes will come on. <laughs> so what are we all thinking for the, the trio? This one actually has, re- found, I found incredibly difficult to work out who to go for. I've, uh, I've tossed and turned all over it. I've thought about, do I go for, some people are saying, do you want to go for a player who's going to just play the Premier but might have easier games? Do you want to go for someone who covers a load of games? It's been a really, really difficult one. So um, you can do a team reveal if you're, you're willing. I'm happy to reveal mine. So I've ended up deciding that I think it's better to go for a, uh, for players who are going to play a lot because uh, have a reasonable base. And I'm also thinking players who are super nailed on. Uh, so, for example, I've got Maguire in defence. Now, he's not a big point scorer in general, but he's super nailed on. He'll, he plays pretty much 90 minutes every game, could pop up with a goal here and there, and Man United could also get a clean sheet here and there. So, and he's a reasonable base scorer. It's not brilliant, so I've gone for him. Holly, are you going in for the, the December trio? Yeah, I've not actually set any entries yet, though, but I'm probably going to max out, if I'm honest. So Ooh, you're I need a big to fan do a of bit this, of research. Yeah, I think it should be a good one for me because it's like you put in your FPL knowledge, but I'm not going to get clouded in my judgment by how many fixtures certain teams have because, you know, Man City might have more games than everyone else, but it doesn't mean that one of their players is going to get minutes in all of those games. So... I'm going to be a little bit more conservative, but I'm going to try and avoid players that are injury prone and try and go with the guys that tend to get 90 minutes week in, week out. Very nice. Yeah, I think that's a, I think it's going to be a really interesting one because as you said, players in Man City can have a big score, but then as Sterling, as we saw from Sterling, then get completely benched and not even appear for a minute in the next match. Ben, what about you? You going big in the trio, or are you going one or two teams, and who, who yeah, are you backing with anyone? I'm Max out. I really like the concept, so I just kind of want to almost support it by, you know, as many entries as possible because I like the idea of it. Um, I've done a couple. I don't. I know I'll tinker, but I've actually done a fun one. Like I've tried to do one for under a fiver. Oh, um, great, great idea! So I've gone for Carl Walker, who should have plenty of games and is generally plays mm-hmm. every game, uh, and Dombele. Um, as a little cheap cheap one again lots of games playing very well and then Che Adams as a striker who I think is like a very cheap striker considering he gets 90 minutes mm. while especially when he's out, out anyway. for, a, for yeah. at least a few more game weeks yeah he won't have as many games that's the only thing but they've got a couple of easy fixtures at the end so that's just a fun one to see if I can cash yeah I've for gone for Che as my striker as well Danny who have you gone for up front for your team 
I haven't actually decided yet, but I actually looked into the next uh, from game week 11 to game week 17, just gem just to give myself a research because I'm planning to use my wild card for the FPL as well, just before this uh, trio entry as well. So, so which teams do you think uh, are you going to be looking to back then? Which teams have got the easier Premier League fixtures at least? At the moment, it looks like Man United is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, by by looking at some of the charts, uh, they got four games that uh, are definitely winnable out of the seven, and then Leeds have actually got four games out of the seven they are winnable as well. Leeds are a dark horse. I'm tempted to put Rafinha in midfield. That's a rogue, but could be a potentially very good choice. I quite like someone and then, left field. And then uh, for Wolves, I may put either Pedence on, uh, maybe Pedence up front. Uh, yeah, Pedence, uh, especially with got, Jimenez out, he could start a bit yeah. more often than the, the normal. What about you, Callum? Are you going big in the trios or are you saving your cards? I imagine you've got enough cards that you could enter trio plenty. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll max it out. Um, yeah, I've, I've had a look at the fixtures and stuff and there's a few that stand out, but one of them... I'm going to go with Eric Dyer at centre-half, just because, you know, Abacus and he plays quite a lot. Uh, Jota in midfield, obviously, on form. Mm -hmm. And then Harry Kane up front, because even if he doesn't play, the Europa League games are, you know, I back him. I back him pretty much to score goals anyway. So, yeah, I'll I'll mix the other three around. I think I've looked at, like, Watkins looks good. um, Like, you know, a few Liverpool players. So, yeah, a great concept. Absolutely love it. Yeah, I really like this. And I think it'd be nice if uh, Tom gave me a little tick on Slack for my idea. But I think the idea of having tickets awarded for people who enter this in the following month's monster and make it a bit more appealing for people to put a, ch- a couple of teams in, especially if you have a smaller, smaller selection of um, players. Now we've got this advent calendar out at the moment, which of course is quite exciting. What are we expecting to see in other days? There's been loads of chat, especially now we've got the first day's reveal and tomorrow at four o'clock, I think it is on Instagram or five o'clock it is on the Slack. We'll hear about uh, the next day's promo. But what are we all expecting from this? Because there's obviously been talk about another weekend where you get your entries refunded. There's been talked about net spend bonuses and other things. We've got the first day where first to eleventh gets uh, first to twelfth gets a free monster ticket. But what else are we expecting, Ben? What would you like to see? What are you hoping to to, to win or get from the Footstock December Advent Calendar? Um, I'm not too sure actually. Um... I think there'll be lots of little different things, probably little competitions and things like that. Um, maybe giving out some free Euro car, European cars and things like that. Uh, like I just saw actually on, on, on the Slack that Tom said, there won't be anything that you'll miss out learning because there's a bit of fuss of it being on Instagram and out before. And he's like, there won't be anything, you know, that basically is going to affect um, collection values essentially i think that's why i read yeah. into it anyway so i think it's just going to be kind of fun things for a while and maybe something big to finish off i really hope they do the uh free weekend again you know the yeah. get your losses back that was just that was amazing um yeah. it's really good fun lots of people maxing out that wouldn't normally and um it just led to massive uh, massive um massive prize balls i actually managed to win one as well so it worked out well for me yeah, that was the first weekend that I had a three-figure finish. I managed to come, I think it was third in the silver, which for me was amazing. It was my first ever big finish. And I only did that because I maxed out teams. And it was hilarious. It was the team I put in last where I was just like, oh, I'll put in a couple of these players and a couple of these players because it's free and I'll get refunds. It's the one that ended up winning. So I'm considering now in the future not thinking about my teams because the more I think, the worse I seem to do. Um, Callum, what are you hoping to see? I imagine you're wanting to see a, 
big tournament pots on all your net spends or are you not really looking to spend on the market at all? Yeah, I'm sure we'll see probably a bit of everything. Um, you know, 26 days, there's a, there's a lot of things they can do. I'd love to see boosted contest pots for me. That's kind of the, the draw of the platform for me is the tournaments and the contest. So that'd be my main thing. Um, maybe an incentive to... I don't know, maybe an incentive to market by. Again, I mean, prices don't really bother me, but they bother a lot of people. And if the masses are happy, then I'd, you know, I'll take that over me. But there seems to not really be an incentive to market by at the minute. Everyone just knows that if you stick in cheap bids, they're probably going to get matched at the minute. So mm-hmm. essentially something like that, just to, you know, please people and, and raise that, that imaginary collection value figure a bit, just to, you know, push those out. But they could do anything, you know, pack discounts or, you know, I, I was going to say things like virtual battle and roulette, but I'm assuming they won't as they're not on the new app. So I think it'd be pretty stupid to do kind of promos around that but yeah a deal of the day those kind of things anything really the one thing i found interesting is that rewards 2.0 are coming this month as well so it'll be quite interesting to see how if there's anything to do with that because i could imagine that the day that comes out could also be a day they do something like any entries towards rewards count as double or anything like that because they're obviously going to do something along the lines of like enter 50 silvers or 50 golds or something like that they've they've talked about so i wonder if they'll do a weekend or a day where it's uh two of those so, Dan, which promos are you hoping to see or looking forward to coming uh, in the December advent calendar? I'm actually thinking of uh, nothing to do with footstock at all, just prizes, in a way. So you like things like footstock t-shirts could go out? I have, do you know what? One of those things I've, I, I've been really... I thought, I thought about something else as, as well. So, uh, maybe like the first five places of winners of whatever, bronze, gold or silver, yeah, finish fifth place you win a footstock t-shirt on one of the days and then the other one uh, first place win a ps5 that'd be brilliant i think i think they'd struggle to get hold of a ps5 let alone give away a 450 quid console i feel like I'd, i think we'll we're see. pushing the limit on what footstock is going to give away i think 450 quid may be a little bit expensive but holly would you be trying to win a ps5 if that was a uh, one of the top prizes in a silver or gold well, I could always flog it, couldn't I? If I'm not going to use it myself. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But you sort of excited to see because you did. You didn't do very well in the weekend where they gave rebates. Am I correct in saying you had? To, you ended up getting most of it rebated. I think I had a big win somewhere on like the gold, but oh, okay. because I'd just like blown a load of money elsewhere, it's like I wasn't. I wasn't due a rebate, but I didn't. I wasn't very much in the pocket oh, okay. either. I'm looking at the moment. My tournament credit is just hovering above a thousand pounds. And I'm a bit concerned that I'm going to feel, you know, like a, my tournament credit's running out when it dips below £1,000. So we're, a boosted deal of the day is the sort of thing that I'll be looking for. Anything that I can top up that contest credit with at a better rate than you can just get every day would suit me down to the ground. We have very different concepts of low contest credit. I was getting down to my £25 recently. I had to go big on the Black Friday deal of the day to top it up. So I feel like we're in different categories. And then we've got Callum over here who's sad because it's only getting a five grand. Like You do realise you have to get it to zero one day. You can't just take the content. You can't do anything with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining like, as the platform. The day I all... opened that, that um, exclusive pack and I got a £1,000 in credit, that was like the turning point for me after a, a tough sort of start to the season so you know it's all about the contest credit for me now maybe just open packs holly that would, <laughs> that would help <laughs> well, that's luck. what i do With that's what luck, i she'll do profit massively she'll get bruno in a sort of standard pack next time <laughs> when he drops <laughs> a four star maybe yes if he ever does you know, he, he never will that's the issue yeah, we're gonna, it's going to be interesting to see who the five star. And we've got big star changes coming next time, obviously, with now the, all the new players. We've got Bale dropping down to a two star. We've got 
um, Bamford and Watkins jumping up a star and things like that. With the December monster being only 20 quid, even if we don't win tickets, are we all going to be going full in, putting five entries in, especially, I imagine you big rollers will be, of course, but Dan, Benny, you're going to be putting in five teams regardless because 20 quid's quite an interesting one. I've realized even the 10 pounds less just makes me more tempted to just buy some tickets for it. I think I'd probably go in all for foot five, even if I don't win five tickets. It's definitely going to be a, a pot that I definitely just want to have a bit fun. And also I feel like it's Christmas, so I'll be like, ah, screw it. I've bought all the Christmas presents. I've spent money on everyone else. Let's put 100 quid's worth of entries in, no problem. Uh, I'll say I'll have to look into my collection, see how many players I've got before I uh, do that sort of thing. Uh, that's that's what I'll say. Because yeah. um, I don't want to be uh, shorthanded without any Brunos or Salah. When, yeah, because they've, they've raised the limit a bit, so you might be able to put more. Is it two star more? It's 20, 30 stars this time, isn't it? Or something like that? I, I, I think so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that'll allow for, I think, a few more five star players. Because I think this, were, this week I had a Salah in, I think, was my only five star player. But I saw a lot of people who put Bruno in as well and a few others. Um, then who, what five-star players did we put in? Did anyone try and back a Tottenham or Chelsea in that what was, I have to say, quite a, a, a boring draw from the vast majority? Callum, I imagine you must have had a backed Son and Kane in one of them. You're a, you're a big Spurs fan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had a Son and Kane in one team. But uh, yeah, that, thankfully that team was already dead before <laughs> that, that game. That team did not, so not really do quite so well. I yeah. saw a crazy well, stat. Well, to be fair, all four of my teams have been terrible. So, oh, know, dear. <laughs> holding, holding out hope for this uh, last one. This but big one, Leicester, yeah. Uh, I'm sure they're going to score, so I'm not really too uh, hopeful. Yeah, because I saw some crazy stat, which is Kane has had one shot in the last two games and it wasn't on target. So he hasn't had a shot on target in two two games now, which is a bit of a bit of a big one. Now, Holly, you were looking to take him out your FBL team as well, I saw. I saw a, a swap. Was it down, a downgrade to Wilson? Yeah, feel like maybe I might be being a little bit hasty. It's the fact that <laughs> I need to get Kevin De Bruyne in my FPL team and to do that I need to lose Kane or Bruno Fernandes or Mo Salah and Kane is the weak link at the moment when we look at fixtures. Interestingly though, you know this December monster, it says you can win up to 10 tickets so I assume you can Ooh. enter 10 teams. That's Ooh, that that 10 teams, yeah. Well, so that's, that that's going to be some big, big ticket an interesting wins. One. But 20 quid is, is good, really, because you're only a five or more than you were than in a gold. And it's yeah. going to be a massive part. I'm just a little bit concerned about the planning with it being on Boxing Day. Like, am I going to have to spend my Christmas Day sorting out my teams? I need to be organised. I'm going to be Let's honest. Let's be yeah. honest. Uh, we're going to be locked down, so we don't have to travel, do we? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going to be honest here. Footstock over my family. My family's going to be sitting down to have leftover turkey sandwiches, and I'm going to be I'm going to be sitting away on my computer, desperately trying to find out some sneaky news about another Marne injury or something like that. There's no chance. There's I'm... no way, Charlie. Someone <laughs> as pos as you has turkey on Christmas Day. You definitely have like a fucking squirrel or something. Nah, it's no. It's no, my mum was always very proud. She goes Nigella Lawson, which says how posh I am. To be fair, Nigella Lawson's turkey recipe which i feel like gives the game away there there enough but i haven't quite managed to have squirrel on christmas day i feel like callum you, you have a different view of me living in a one-bed flat in watford next to the high street behind a weatherspoons like it's not exactly like i'm living in a luxurious house what games have we have we seen any tasty games for that feature? i haven't even looked at what monster games are on uh boxing day this year i imagine there's going to be huge rotation as well so this may be definitely a weekend to be putting your cheaper more nailed on players so we've got um, is it? I assume it's covering the 26th and 27th. So we've got yeah, the, te- the we've got a Man City venue. versus Newcastle, which could be could be a tasty one as, uh, if you if City start hitting the form that they looked like they did with Burnley. 
Sorry, Tom, but Burnley were absolutely shite. Let's be honest, you got absolutely destroyed. Uh, was that the third five, third five nil in the row that Man City have beaten Burnley or something like that? This clearly, I'm not going to say a bogey team because Burnley's the entire league is Burnley's bogey team at the moment, but it's definitely a team that they don't like playing. Liverpool West Brom looks quite tasty as well, although there could be some serious problems with Liverpool with injuries sort of mounting up for them. Uh, Leeds Burnley again, we've just spoken about Burnley and Sheffield Everton. If Everton, if Dean uh, can be back for that, could look quite good. Are there any players or teams that are sort of standing out to you for that? period of time Holly? Well I'm going to do a little bit of um, digging into who's got the best dress time between uh, of course, yeah. game week 15 and game week 16 because there's games Saturday Sunday and then the next round of fixtures starts on the Monday so for example City play Newcastle at eight o'clock on the 26th and then play Everton at eight o'clock on the 28th so Jesus you know there's, there's going to be rotation. Yeah, there's going to be some crazy rotation. I think trying to back Man City on that will be a mental one. So that's going to be the tricky thing to to try and predict. So I'm going to go tactical. And what about you, Dan? Are there any players that you're sort of standing out ready for the the Boxing Day window? Do you think there'll be a team that are hitting form over that period? Some reason, I reckon. Well, Leeds, actually, uh, we talked about Burnley being uh, 5-0 by uh, Man City. Leeds are playing Burnley Mm. on Boxing Day. So... Uh, that could be quite a tasty game. And yeah. uh, there's going to be a bit of firecracker game as well. London Derby, Arsenal v Chelsea. Yeah, that would uh, be an interesting game. Arsenal yeah, haven't scored from open play in weeks, I don't think. I think it's been, what's it been, like eight games since they scored from open play? I think they've had one free, uh, free kick header and a penalty or something like that. Like, Aubameyang has just been quiet, hasn't he? Yeah, I know. I remember when, I think it's when he hit that 12 pounds or something on footstock and people were talking about, oh, that's way too low. As soon as he hits form, he'll zoom up and he's just been dropping and dropping and dropping. But what about you, Callum? You've got your team, Wolves versus Spurs. Wolves will probably be without Jimenez, though. Of course, we hope he's doing better by then. But do you reckon that'll be the last kickoff? Will be Spurs heavy side then hoping for a a last minute Spurs win? Or do you think Wolves could actually put them to the metal with Spurs having so many games? No, we'll win, mate. Uh, I don't care about the pictures. (laughs) Kane and Son would go into it regardless and probably end on below the minute and Regulon. I'm just looking forward to Callum's 10 entries in the monster all having Kane and Son in and Kane and Son both being rested (laughs) for whatever reason or pulling up in the warm-up injured and just seeing Callum leave the slack permanently. Uh, (laughs) No chance. They'll score goals, mate. Isn't Espirito Santo, uh, Nuno, is um, an apprentice of Jose Mourinho? So it's going to be quite an interesting tactical battle, isn't it? between Wolves against Spurs? Well, we saw the sort of, I, I suppose, slightly different version of that, but we saw Lampard versus Mourinho this weekend. Obviously, Lampard played yeah. under, successfully, very successfully under Mourinho for a couple of years. But yeah, there'll be some, some really interesting games then. Well, thank you all for coming on the pod. It's been a brilliant first special for me. Callum, I'm so sorry that you managed to lose your Tiago. Thankfully, it wasn't the £40 Tiago from a few months ago, but you were a good sport for putting no, him, no putting him in and losing problem. out on that. And uh, Holly, as always, your pack luck continues. So what we'll need to do is if you ever come on this pod again, we'll get you to open a £100 pack so you can top yourself up by 1000 Ben, <laughs> Ben, Danny and Callum yes. with the first time on this pod. Thank you very much for coming thank on. Thank you, Charlie. And Cheers, Holly, Charlie. thank you for, for returning. And uh, Total Footstock, we'll have two more podcasts before Christmas. Next week will be a more standard one, but with a Christmassy twist. And then after that, we've got the final giveaway and a big Christmas special on Total Footstock. So thanks, for guys, for coming on the pod. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.